then. Welcome, you fucking dickheads, to the Kuda Woulda Shoulda Podcast, where we ask each other really stupid questions and we wish we were dead. This is the worst, this is the worst fucking thing I've ever done <laughs> since I was born. Since you were born. Alright. Hello, internet. Hey guys, hey guys, how you doing? Uh, so yeah, I think we answered answered the what do you do question. Yeah, that was really the intro <laughs> of intros. Maybe we should, uh, maybe we should just get straight into a juicy question, Ben. What do you reckon? No, I want you. I want you to tell me how your week's been. Oh, look, my week, <laughs> my week has been. Uh, it's been it's been pretty wild. So I have started my new position at work. I'm now a sales prick, and uh, you know. Yeah. Just like starting any new position, it's a bit it's a bit hard. I'm sort of still figuring out what it is I'm doing. I actually didn't go in today because in case you couldn't tell, I'm quite congested. I'm not feeling 100%. So, uh, yeah, apologies for any, uh, any sneezing, coughing, uh, or any chunky blowing into tissues that uh, takes place in the next 30 minutes. <laughs> Minus the uh, chunks, I wouldn't know you were sick. Oh, really? Oh, well... Goes to show, mate. I'm just a fully sick lad. You're a professional. Yeah, yes. Yeah, so that's that's without question. <laughs> if that song wasn't anything to to go off, no, it was it was perfect. I loved it. <laughs> All right, man. How how has your week been? Yeah, it's been good. Uh, mate of mine was down from Townsville last weekend, so we had a really good weekend. We um played the Harry Potter Battle for Hogwarts board game with Kira. Oh, yeah. Which was fantastic. It's one of those sort of movie board games, so you think, ooh, this is just going to be like uh, Monopoly with Harry Potter people, right? Yeah. But it is so deep as far as a board game is concerned. Fuck. It's one of those like uh, legacy games where it evolves the more you play it. Okay. So like, I think there's, I want to say seven levels to go with the seven years that they're at school. Hmm. And it just... It just builds on itself in such a satisfying sort of way. So you're playing out the whole Harry Potter saga from from year one to year seven. Yeah, just really satisfying board game, right? Mm, deep like Hermione's vagina. Oh, oof. <laughs> <laughs> no, Jay. No. Oh man, get you that fucking fourteen-year-old Emma Watson pussy. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Podcast banned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You have been she listened to Spotify. <laughs> Fuck uh, It was good it was a good run. We got ten views, it was good. <laughs> we uh we went out Friday night, did an escape room. Oh hell yeah. Uh I bet I guess I'm becoming a bit of an escape room connoisseur. Uh I actually think I might do some escape room reviews. Mm. Which will probably probably just be like a a quick little article, right? But I think this escape room that we did was possibly the most satisfying. Hmm. It was Egyptian themed, and you were looking at a you were you were like excavating a sarcophagus, essentially, right? Yeah. But they turned all the lights out and gave you these really shitty pretend fire torches that flicker. Yeah. Okay. And so you're in this room, and props to them. 
there was a really good air conditioner in there, which <laughs> really added to the theme and made the room really comfortable too. But uh, you're trying to solve these puzzles where sometimes you have to read or match symbols and uh, the flickering of the light from the torches just made it that little bit harder. Mm. I think it was one of those rooms where like you could have smashed it out in, I want to say, 20 minutes if the lights were on. Yeah. But because the lights were off, it was harder to see different clues. And then like when you wanted to put two and two together, you had to walk across the room. Like, yeah. so you could get your torch right up on it. Yeah. I mean, I would add to the atmosphere as well. Oh, it just, I think it's my favorite escape room so far. And I've done some really high quality ones, I think. Mm. Apart from that, we uh, went to Movie World, which was, which was fun. We just, uh, apparently people don't like Green Lantern still. So his roller coaster is permanently empty. <laughs> so uh, you can just do laps of that if you want. Uh we did Eat Street, which uh, I don't know if you've done... Have you been to Eat Street before? Do you know uh, what I mean? Yeah, look, I've been to Brisbane a couple of times, and every time I go there, people are like, oh, did you go to Eat Street? And uh, and the answer is no, for reasons that I don't really understand, to be honest, because it sounds like something that I would enjoy. Yeah, we're just going to have to like uh, get you up here for a holiday, because... Oh, yes. It's just like stacks on stacks on stacks of like little food vendors. Fuck. That does sound good. So you basically rock up, and then whatever you are really in the mood for, you can get. Damn. Well, I'm always in the mood for food. All right, dope. Well, sounds like uh, good times. Good times all around. Yeah, it was a good week. And now the cherry on the cake. Better than Movie World. Better than Eat Street, mate. The Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda podcast. Oh, yes. I've been looking forward to this. Hell yeah. Let's get into it, man. Do you want to spank me with a question? Yeah, uh, you're on the train. Alright. And you really want to get home for the afternoon. That sounds like me. But, you're already on the train, mind you. You really have to poop. Hmm. What do you do? (laughs) Shit, well, uh, look. Luckily for me, I have been in this situation. (laughs) Many a time. And, I mean, the answer's to hold it, mate. Like, I'm not... I don't know what you're expecting. I don't know if you thought the answer was going to be jump over the seat, grab an old lady's purse and just let it fucking rip. <laughs> um, maybe, uh, I don't even know if you can, there is no like openable windows on a train because Not on our trains. you know that some fucking Drongo at some point has stuck his hand out and, and got it taken off or something. But yeah, I mean, oh, what are the options, dude? Like I'm not going to shit my pants. Um, I think I'd, I'd just fucking hold it, mate. I'd, I'd clench. I'd clench like I've never clenched before. Oh, yeah. You wouldn't like, uh, you know, get off, put yourself out by half an hour, an hour, and use the, uh, disgusting railway station toilets? Nah, man. Look, to be honest, like, I think just for the years of, um, needing to shit, you know, being in those situations, I think... My sphincter has has the discipline of a Buddhist monk, and and it's you know, I'm I'm very much <laughs> in control of of my bowels, you know. Full I'm, control of your faculties. I like it. Yeah. If there's, I mean, if there's one thing I can say about me, like a positive thing, is that, you know, I can I can hold my shit in that sense. Oh, you, you can hold your shit. Yeah, I can keep my shit together in in that Oof. regard. In every other <laughs> regard, no, but in the literal sense, I can. So I'd, I'd be very confident in saying that, that, you know, I would just, um, 
I'd go to my happy place and um <laughs> and just ride that one out. And I would get home and just drop the most satisfying deuce. Because I mean, doesn't that honestly, if there's ever evidence that there is a fucking prostate in, in your anus, <laughs> it's that when you take that massive shit, holy fuck man, it's better than sex. Like it feels so fucking good. <laughs> it is the best thing on God's green earth is taking a massive shit. Yeah, I don't remember when I saw it. It was probably on B, but somebody's just like, there's no better feeler than pissing, shitting, or coming. Yeah, dude. <laughs> we are we are piss, shit, and cum machines. That is all. <laughs> that's all we put on this earth to do. And by God, <laughs> am I glad that's the case. All right, I've got to take a, a blow break here, mate. I've got to... Oh. Blowy boys. Oh, oh fucking hell. Um, mate if there are any ladies listening to this pod and you're not just so attracted to me after listening to that that and the whole shitting thing then i don't know i don't know what to do you're you're a lost cause (laughs) ladies you're a lost cause if you don't love a man who's brave enough to blow his nose on on mike All right, mate. And uh, and what about you, Ben? It sounds like you may have put a bit of thought into this. <laughs> well, uh, so uh, my coworker was off on Monday. One of my coworkers, I should say. And my boss has just gone on two weeks leave. Uh, our other system admin's gone on two weeks leave. Uh, we're we're a little shorthanded at the moment. And while I don't think anyone would ever chastise me for calling in sick, I was real sick uh on monday so i got to experience this firsthand and like when you're sitting on the train in the morning right i have my headphones on and they're like they're nice noise cancelling ones and i can feel my guts going (laughs) i'm sure the lady next to me i was too scared to look at her face because i'm sure she was like oh my god we're gonna die (laughs) I need to move. I need to move now. <laughs> well, props to her. She sat next to me the whole trip, but I did have a, a, a sneaky glance and she didn't have headphones on. And I just, in that moment, I knew I was defeated. Because <laughs> <laughs> for like the next 20 minutes, my guts was just like... <laughs> yeah, man, it was, it was not good. Mm. <laughs> And I, so I guess in a sense, I'm also a pincher. I will. <laughs> I'm sorry, pincher. <laughs> <laughs> you, you pinch those yeah. cheeks together, son. I was just thinking like, sorry to cut you off, but like the most <laughs> disgusting ways of saying taking a shit. And I was just, I remembered one from, you know, I think it was from late high school, but you'd say you'd pinch a log. Oh, I'm going off to pinch a log, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, that shit's fucked. All right, we'll come back to that. Um, finish off your story, Ben. Well, needless to say, I got to the station and I was feeling pretty good. My guts had settled down, and then halfway between the station and my place of employment, it was like, "Oh, you forget about me." <laughs> uh, I hustled. <laughs> I hustled, good sir. You know how you get to that awkward stage where it's like. Do I run or do I walk? Because if I run, I get there quicker. But do I? Will I shake it loose? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Shaking one loose. There's another one. Yeah. Oh, that's fucked. 
What about um? Oh, I'm trying to think of some good ones. Um, I'm going to Woodcutters United. Woodcutters um, United. <laughs> I'm gonna go uh, yeah, yeah. give birth to a food baby. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go drop the kids off at the pool. <laughs> Get a fire off a missile. Yeah, or, or I'm gonna drop the neighbors' kids off at the pool. I don't mind that one because mm. they're little turds. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking got him. Got him. Gaddy. Gaddy. Oh, all right. Well, speaking of food, man. Speaking of dropping a big poo, let's uh, let's let's have something to eat. What have you got, Ben? Well, I'm not telling you. Please. I am real. I'm really excited about it, though. All right. Uh so I feel like I feel like I've had this food on here before, but I don't really care because it's what I'm in the mood for right now. Mm, okay. So uh. Oh, that's loud, dude. Oh, yeah. Oh, is this going to be that fucking... Uh, it was that thing. It was that thing. It was from episode maybe two or three. And it was like the chocolate wafery thing, I think. But I can't remember what it was called. That's what I have a feeling it is. Well, I can promise you it's not a chocolatey wafery thing. Okay. It's a lot more simple. Right. Um, sort of Ritz, is it? It ain't It ain't putting on a Ritz. It ain't putting on a Ritz. All right. Oh, well, uh, that's me, fam. I can't think of anything else. And uh, the bite didn't really give it away for me. So tell us, what have you got? It is a yellow box honey yogurt. Oh, yogurt. Oh, okay. <laughs> <coughs> I do remember you had yogurt. That was a couple of weeks ago, I think. Yeah. Oh, heck. Holy shit. This is exactly what I wanted. Mm. Always goes down smooth, doesn't it? Oh, like... Um, it's time for some trivia. My parents own bees. Oh, there you go. Like, oh, I don't know if they... Do you say that people own bees? Because... Really, if the bees packed all their shit up and left, there's nothing my parents can do about it. <laughs> and they were like, yeet! Which they do do sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, but um, they always get them back, don't they? Or some sometimes? No, no, no. So, like, if a hive swarms, yeah, like, they're gone. Huh. You can, uh, if you see where they swarm to, if they don't swarm too far, like... Um, so ideal. All right. So what sort of happens is my my parents have been keeping bees for a while, and they uh, they're I think they're on like a registry for, hey bees have escaped, come and help. Yeah, yeah. And basically they're they're sort of like on a uh, on like a phone pool or whatever, um, and people can call them and say I've got bees, and so basically dad will rock up with a box, mum and dad, and uh, they will get those bees. Or what they what they try and do is get the queen into the box, mm. uh, which is usually in the in when they swarm they sort of form like a ball around the queen, yeah, um, and then you know they sort of try and find a new home essentially, but uh, yeah, if you can get the core of that ball in the box, you know, like ninety percent of the time you get the queen in, and then very slowly the bees work out, oh the queen's in the box, let's go in the box. Yeah, and they're then, all just like a bunch of beta orbiters. They will just go in there and, and you know. Yeah, and then you can, uh, uh, typically, you know, you can take them home. 
you can see it they'll uh, settle down in like uh, one of your beehives. Um, you know, like if, depending on the situation, I guess, like um, if you know whose bees they are, which I know sounds a little insane, uh, you can give them back. Hmm. <laughs> uh, again, they might not stay. They swarm for a variety of reasons, from my understanding, which is very limited. But uh, basically, you know, if two queens rise up, I think they'll, you know, half of them will swarm their way out of there. Whoever's got allegiance to the uh, smaller queen, mm. uh, I think they'll swarm if they, you know, consider their home unsuitable. They don't think they can get themselves enough food yeah. uh, to keep the hive going. Right. So, I mean, what I'm hearing then is if I planted like a queen in my worst enemy's house, for example... I could expect that he would be attacked by a swarm of bees. Oh yes, that's great. Like, that that's that's a thing. Like if you can get a queen to settle in a car, like they will swarm onto that car. Fuck yeah! And if and if they can't get in, like they'll they'll like uh, you know they'll just what it's called like beating where they'll they sit on like a lip of some you know like of wherever they're swarming from and they. They form like a beard, essentially, of bees. Damn. Uh, It's really cool. And when we first moved to Brisbane, uh, it's funny, like, we joined all the Facebook groups and one of them was like, ah, look at all these bees on my car. And I think it, like, shut down one of the car parks at Indrapilly for an (laughs) afternoon while they waited for uh, somebody to come get the bees. Oh, sucked in, mate. All right, well, speaking of bees, my snack for today... Isn't a snack. It is. It's something honey and lemon flavored. And if you think about my current ailment, I'm sure you can imagine what this is. Uh, a butter menthols that flavor? Uh, not quite. You're you're very. I mean, you're so close that I'm really just being a bit of a stickler at this point. But uh. Oh, are there different flavor butter menthols? <laughs> No, it's a, it's a throat lozenge. And uh, in fact, this particular lozenge has like some kind of anesthetic in it. So every time I pop one in my mouth, uh, my tongue goes numb, my throat goes numb, my whole mouth goes numb. So um, so what we're saying, ladies, is Jay puts out. I wonder what would happen. I wonder what I would happen. <laughs> I want, <laughs> no, it's too late. I'm saying it. I wonder what would happen if you stuck one of these underneath your foreskin. <laughs> or if your dicky go numb. And it would also be honey and lemon flavoured. Oh, no. Boys, that is dating tip number two. It's been a while since I gave you a dating tip. <laughs> but dating tip number two, if you really want to impress your lady friends, grab a, uh, a Diflam Plus anesthetic fucking throat lozenge, stick it under your foreskin at the beginning of the date, and um, then, you know, surprise, a little bit later on, you've got... Surprise! You know, a bit of extra flavour. <laughs> but what's it that what's it that tip only applies to, like, 50% of our audience? Ladies, I mean, if you want to put one up your vagoo, then feel free. I mean, it really has the same sort of effect. So, it, it, it's a tip for everyone, really. <laughs> oh, I meant, I meant the other 50%. What, are you saying, yeah. are you saying there's more than two genders, Ben? Are you gonna get you get the fuck off this pod, mate? <laughs> you NP you NPC cuck. <laughs> Don't you call me a cuck. <laughs> I can just picture a uh, Hitchcock screaming cuck from uh 
Brooklyn Nine-Nine now. Oh, mate. I just spent the last fucking six hours watching John Oliver videos, so I'm the biggest cuck here by far. All right, mate. Oh, that's disgusting. Let me... Uh, how about I hit you with a question, mate? Yeah, I can't remember who went last. <laughs> you did. Oh, okay. We've only had one question so far, and it's already been 30 minutes. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> All right. So uh, my first question for this week, Ben, is... Surprise! You found you find out that you've inherited a pirate ship. This feels like oh a- yes. <laughs> uh, so what? Firstly, what is your pirate name? What do you name your ship? And what do you plunder? Oh, tell me about your pirate life, Ben. I'm gonna be. Who am I gonna be? I'm gonna be captain something, right? You've got to be captain. Captain Robo. You know, like Captain Jack Sparrow. Yes. I'm going to be Captain Round Tubber Tub. Round Tubber Tub, yep. Because of my, my nice round belly. <laughs> my ship is going to be the... Uh, oh, this is hard. There's so many good ship names. Mm. That's really hard, Jay. <laughs> There's so many names. Give me some inspiration if you want. What why don't why don't you name it after um make it the same name as your first ever email address that you created. So the SS, you know, whatever your first hotmail address was. The SS White Crow. The SS White Crow, that sounds pretty cool, man. There you go. That's 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 my handle, so now people will find me on the internet. I'll kill myself. Oh no. But <laughs> uh yeah. I'd do that, or the, uh, the, um, I might even just do the SS Thatcher. Oh, that's good. I like it. It sounds adventurous, and it also sounds like you don't sound like a mean pirate. Yeah. You know, Captain Rubber Tub Tub on the SS Thatcher sounds like a pretty good bloke. Oh, mate. What do I plunder, though? I want to be, I want to be a, a semi-good pirate. I want to plunder... I want to plunder uh, uh, slave trading ships. Damn it! Mm. Uh, I'm back in. This is back in the day. I'm going to assume I'm a. I'm a historical pirate. So you're, the, you're an anti-pirate then? No, no. I don't think pirates were part of slave trading. That's hard to say, isn't it? I, I feel like that was the British. <laughs> I wasn't really there at the time, so I can't comment. But you know, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not blaming the British for all slave trading. But wasn't that like? A whole one of their things, like, isn't that why they went to India and South Africa? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was Boris Johnson. Pretty sure he um, gave the go-ahead for that, gave the thumbs up. So uh, I would I would spend my days attacking the, the, the European Navy, I guess. Yeah, fuck those guys. Trying to, uh, I guess I would have to not have cannons, though, that'd suck. Mmm, you'll have to, you'll have to find another method of attack. Uh, I guess my the SS Thatcher would be a you should throw a smaller um, ship. You should throw bacon and egg McMuffins at him. No, I want to eat the bacon and McMuffins <laughs> so I can captain. become more powerful, <laughs> more rubber tub tub. <laughs> and then I want you know big belly blast. I can just <gasps> oh yeah, just bounce them, bounce them off the edge of the ship, just boing. Oh yeah, with your big tongue all coming together, dude. It sounds fierce. I love it. <laughs> There, that that's my three answers right there. I would plunder slaves. My name is Captain Rubber Tub Tub of the Thatcher. <laughs> I love it. So what about you, Jay? What do you got for your pirate aspirations? 
Um, hmm. Well, I kind of want to be a good pirate too. So I want to plunder. I want to fight um, parking inspectors. I want to. <laughs> yep. I want them to be my main enemy. I'll just go up to them with like an 18, 18th century musket and just pow. Just you know, just pop them and pop them and run. <laughs> Jay patrolling the streets of Melbourne with the musket <laughs> and a ship. So I just go up and down the Yarra River. <laughs> <laughs> just park up, just jump, and just sprint to the nearest parking lot with an old fucking musket. And because I can only fire one round before having to reload, I'll just pick. I'll just find a parking inspector. The first one to catch my eye is the unfortunate soul. Run up, just blast him with it probably miss because they're really inaccurate um you know realize i've failed and then run back and you know throw myself back on board and then make my way back down the river uh in the hopes of finding uh, another victim and i would just go back and forth i love it mm. i could i could just see you uh yeah your ship slowly pulling up next to this parking inspector while he's standing in front of some guy's car and he doesn't notice you at first and then you light the you light the cannon. And it's just like, <laughs> boom. Yeah. Firstly, I throw a bacon and egg McMuffin at him. Eat this, you dog. He, do- he doesn't see it. He doesn't see me coming, but he, f- he feels the, the bacon and egg McMuffin hit the back of his neck. And he's like, oh no, here he comes. And then next thing he knows, <laughs> pow. Now miss. And he's like, well, thank, thank goodness. Thank goodness. I'm, I'm, <laughs> and then I run off again. And I never, I never actually kill one because I always miss. And so this, and this, <laughs> this goes on for years. You're the terror of Melbourne. He just, he hasn't actually killed anyone yet, so I'm not sure what he's in trouble for. Yeah, but. They, <laughs> they just don't really know what to do because they're like, well, he's technically not hurting anyone. <laughs> he he has all the permits for his ship, like. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's racking up a lot of parking fines, though. He keeps pulling up in places he shouldn't. <laughs> yeah. No wonder he hates the parking inspectors so much. Oh, man. This reminds me of the phrase, and I really like it, malicious compliance. Oh, yeah. I, I really got into that for a while. <laughs> uh, I was... Uh, I was t- so, here's, here's a sidebar. I was uh, talking to the guy who's in charge of me at work at the moment. Mm. And uh, he's like, just share your screen. And I was, I, I think I was getting a hand with a ticket. And he's like, geez, you, you have the most tabs. And I was like, yeah, I'm a tab browser. Yeah. And, and then uh, later that afternoon, he got, same deal. I need to hand, hand with something else. And I just happened to drag the window. Like if somebody says, oh, hey, just share your window and I'll, I'll have a look. I always drag up a separate window because I know people will comment on my tabs. Yeah. And uh, so this happened, right? And he's like, oh, you cleaned up all your tabs. <laughs> like, I very slowly dragged that window out of the way. He's like, that's more fucking tabs than the sporting. If, if this is the most accurate representation of malicious compliance, I don't know what is. <laughs> it's just, uh, I, was, I was really chuffed with myself. Mate, do you use Google Chrome? Yeah. How much fucking RAM does that use, mate? Hey, I shut down every day. Yeah, but how much RAM does that use, mate? <laughs> I don't know. A lot. <laughs> Fucking hell. Like I've got I've got eight gigs of RAM in my laptop and every time I open up Chrome it's just like peace. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've only got eight. 
Fuck. I would I would go get my laptop, but I'm slack. It's on the other side of the room. That's oh, all good, mate. It's all good. I, all s- right. I explained to all my friends who build gaming computers. I'm like, yeah, like, listen, I only have 16 gig of RAM so that I could have a million Chrome tabs and never turn <laughs> my computer off. Like, let's be real. Yeah. All right, man. Oh. Let's um, let's bring it home with another with another question. Oh, speaking of homes, speaking of homey boys, I don't know why, uh, but at least I feel like a good chunk of my questions are like the intros to horror movies. Okay. In what regard? You're home alone. You sneeze. <laughs> the phone rings and someone says, "Bless you." Hangs up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Fuck. <laughs> Wow, what, what a kind murderer, um, <laughs> or, or, you know, or burglar. Um, I would, I'd, I'd be really curious. Um, I'm sure nowadays it's not hard. You'd be able to contact maybe a phone company or something, your ISP, and find out where, you know, the number that someone's calling from. I want to call them back. I want to call them back and find out, firstly, how they did that. And secondly, like, they sound like a pretty nice guy. I reckon we'd maybe want to be friends. We'd be like, hey, man, look, you know, if you want to kill me, that's all well and good, but maybe we should go out and grab dinner first or have a drink or something because you seem like a pretty stand-up lad. So the way to your heart is just through good manners? Yeah, I appreciate good manners, you know? Whenever someone says, bless you, man, like, it always it always makes me feel good. I need to say it. I need to get into the habit of doing it because it always makes me feel good. I think it makes other people feel good too. No, I always feel awkward whenever somebody says bless you to me. Really? I'm like, no, just pretend like you didn't notice my sneezes, damn it. <laughs> I didn't sneeze loudly enough for you guys to say bless you. Mm, I forgot what the question was. <laughs> oh, yeah. Someone calls up and says bless you. Well, there's my answer. So, Ben. Ben, what would you do if you sneezed and, uh, and then your phone rang? Bring, bring. Bless you. Hang up. What would you do? I always start as a big man, right? I, uh, I go, I, I would start looking around my house to see if they were in my house. Okay. And I think if they weren't, you know, like on the ground floor hiding in a cupboard, it'd be really hard for me to want to check the manhole in the roof. Mm. So, uh, up until like, or well, for the first few weeks, uh, when me and Kira are living in the house, something would like knock. Every night while we were trying to fall asleep. <coughs> yeah. And we're like, what the fuck is that? Like, and so anyway, like I, I thought it was the solar panels cause it sounded like, you know, it was sort of like that kind of knock. Mm. So I go and I turn the solar panels off, nothing. Turn them back on. Uh, and Kira's like Googling on her phone furiously cause she knows I won't come back to bed until I solve this. <laughs> cause that's the kind of brain I have. And, uh, it turns out it's the hot water. Right. So, like, the house is nice and cool, I guess, and as the pipes cool, they just knock. Hmm. Uh, and, like, and we proved it, right? Uh, one, uh, one afternoon, we didn't shower after, like, we both got home and we immediately showered for the night. Yep. So, like, at 6pm or whatever, there were no more showers. And, uh, and it didn't knock, and then the next night, we, we waited and we showered at, like, 7. And then we turned the TV off and we sat in the bedroom and you could hear it. Right, okay. And so anyway, like, the point of that story, <laughs> the point of that side quest is, I uh, I got up in the manhole to try and find where this knocking noise is coming from, 
And that shit's terrifying, man. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's like, fucked. You're almost always like, even if you're just putting your head in, you're exposing the back of your head to 50% of a void that you can't check until you swivel your head. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's such a fuck way of looking at it, but it's true. <laughs> like, that that's all I can think is, as I put my head up to look, because, like, the manhole is, it's up against one of the walls, right? Which means it's not up against three of the walls. Mm. It's not. It's not in a corner. And so, yeah, like, if it was in a corner, it'd probably be a lot more bearable. But, you know, you slowly put your head up there and every nightmarish thought you've ever had, like, every spooky pasta, what the fuck ever, pops into your head and you're waiting for, like, some demon creature with teeth as long as your hands, with no clothes on and matted flesh to just tear you to pieces. And then you slowly turn your head and you're like, oh, it's empty. Jesus, man. But then, like, you, you turn your head, and then you're like, what's if it's crept up behind me? What's if it's one of these horror movies? <laughs> Fucking hell. You got some serious <laughs> anxiety, bro. <laughs> Just about manholes. Like, I like being up in rooms. I, I always have fun whenever we're going to do stuff like run cable or uh, put insulation up in there or whatever. Like, I've done, mm. like, a couple of different jobs in rooms. I always have a good time because it's like this funny balancing act where you're like don't go through the plasterboard yeah. <laughs> don't destroy the house <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah like just in the middle of the night my anxiety was just through the roof fuck well um i i would actually say that even even worse than that so the house that i grew up in in townsville was it wasn't a two-story house but it was it was up off the ground so there was about half a meter of space oh, no. underneath the house And, um, it was, so it was mostly bricked up except for one side, which just had wooden slats and there was a little opening there so that you could crawl underneath the house. And there was one time where I was under there, uh, running some running ethernet cable from our modem to probably my room, um, (laughs) (laughs) drilling holes in the wall and shit. And mum's like, yeah, that's all right. (laughs) Thanks mum. Um, sorry, I've got to blow my nose real quick. Blow break. Blowy boys. Oh. oh, man. Yeah, so I was crawling up underneath there. And uh, fuck, man, that was a mission. Like, I actually remember it was like an expedition. And every time I went in, I it was over the course of an afternoon. Every time I went back in, I'd go a little bit deeper. Because the deeper you went in, the darker it got. I had a torch with me. But I kept finding roadblocks. At first, there was just... I think there was a fucking spider or something. Like, something just was there. Um, and that fucking terrified me. So then I had to back out and sort of recalculate and, and then go back in. Um, and then I found that I had to push past. I think there was a ton of bricks or, or something or debris that was stopping me from getting to the wall I had to drill. So then I had to move that. But I didn't want to fucking move too much because I just felt like there was a shit ton of... You know, it could be mice, spiders, whatever down there. Snakes, even. Snakes, probably... Even even more likely. And yeah, it was just fucking nuts, man. But I did find a really cool souvenir. I found like a soda can from the 70s, which I'm guessing it ended up there from when the house was being built. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, I drilled, drilled, drilled my hole in the wall and, and all was all was well. But yeah, it was fucking insane. And it was dirty too, because it was just, it was dirt. Like you were crawling in dirt. So every time I went under, I got filthy. Yeah, yeah, big time. Not a fan. Not a fan. Not a huge metal fan. Nah, nah. 
Oh, boy, oh, boy. Uh, well, Benny, my friend, do you feel like another question or are we... I feel like the tank's a bit empty now. I feel like my head my head feels like a balloon, mate. Yeah, we might uh, we might pop your balloon. Let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. Oh man, we we got into it tonight. We got some questions. Yeah, I can't remember what we talked about at any point. Oh, although I just <laughs> remembered the really fucking cringy intro that we did. Oh, that hurts. That doesn't feel good. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to put you guys through that. No one listens to this thing. Just fucking. This is where we come to just be ourselves. That's good. That's um. That's dating advice number three. By the way, guys, it's really important to just be yourself. Just be yourself, guys. Just be yourself. Yeah, you gotta do yourself every so often, right? That's important too. <laughs> oh, maybe we should do a, a masturbation themed episode next week. <laughs> We're just a bunch of, uh, of of really sexual questions, and then we'll just finish off the episode with both of us just fapping into the mic for about five <laughs> minutes. <laughs> Whoever comes first wins the episode. Soggy save it with your microphone. <laughs> Soggy microphone. Oh, mate. Oh, That'll get us some listeners for sure. <laughs> Come on, guys. Please listen. We'll do anything. We're desperate. <laughs> Give us some questions. We'll fucking fap into our mic. Whatever you want, we'll do it. Just give us oh those views. God. Anything for views, Jay. Anything for views, <laughs> mate. Anything. Fucking anything. All right, guys. Well, I hope I hope you've enjoyed uh, listening to my sinuses. Your sinuses are hot. Thanks, man. And uh, as always, guys, don't. Don't share this with Ben's mum. Yeah, like, we've re- we're going to have to do, like, this is going to sound real bad, but we're going to have to do a mum episode. Or I'm going to just be like, mum, listen, listen to this pod me and my friend make, but don't listen to any other episodes <laughs> this one. Every episode up until this point has been NSFM, Not Safe for Mums. But we promise that we'll do a mum safe episode that, will be allowed to be shared with Ben's mum, but it's the only episode that will be permitted to do so. So that that's coming up. It's going to be safe for mums. Oh, no. That's what we promise. I'm really worried that SFM is some sort of really erotic porn now. <laughs> well, uh, let's Google it and find out. Hang on. <laughs> no, Jay, no. What did you say? SFM? <laughs> safe for mums. <laughs> SFM porn compilation. Here we go. What is this? Hang on a minute. What is this? I'm going to have to Google it. Oh, Ben, I've blocked Pornhub on my laptop, so I literally can't click on the link. We're we're really going to have to edit this episode. (laughs) Because I looked it up, and the first thing you hear is, oh, and it's like, I wonder if Audacity's picked that up. Mate, it'll be fine. I can't. So SFM, I still don't know what that is. Here's one on X videos. I don't think I blocked X videos. <laughs> SFM, what the fuck is it, man? There's a bunch of all uh, animation stuff here. Like they're all characters. They're all they're all three D girls, which are, we all know are better than. So so I googled SFM to start with, and it was Source Filmmaker, 
was the non-porn return. Ah, okay, mystery solved. So that's why they're all animated characters. So I feel like there must be source filmmaker porn? Yeah, well, I, I can certainly confirm that. What have we got? Wow, we've got a lot happening here, mate. I've got... Uh, what have we got? I've got uh, Chica from Five Nights at Freddy. Uh, Toy Chica Solo porn, which looks really hot. Uh, we've got Ghostbusters. Okay, interesting. Uh, what else have we got here? We've done it, boys. Oh, we've got Last of Us. Ellie from Last of Us gets fucked in a pool table. Not on a it's pool a- table, guys. <laughs> in a pool table. Apparently. Well, it is, the, it is the source engine. Yes, this is all. Yeah. This stuff looks great. Really, uh, really high production quality. Like this, this animation looks fantastic. Like this is actually all really impressive stuff, guys. Uh, it only took us eight episodes, but here we are. Yeah, literally looking at porn on a podcast. I feel like that. That there's some way that could be made into a really good podcast. <laughs> Watching porn and just commenting on it and recording that commentary. I think that's actually. I think we're onto something, mate. You've cracked it. All right, now we just need to find the uh, Doki Doki Literature Club porn, and then oh no, <laughs> bring up those bad memories again. Uh, I couldn't go back through that again. Yeah. Uh, what else have we got? Anyway, look, this could go on for a while. Um, <laughs> if you are listening to this, guys, if we don't edit this out, um, you're welcome. And. Uh, I hope you join us again next week for more hilarity and possibly some more porn commentary. That one is not going to be the Safe for Mum episode, for sure. <laughs> but it will be the SFM episode. Yes, yes it will. Absolutely. <laughs> just going to create some massive confusion there, really to just... I mean, that if that doesn't sound like a disaster waiting to happen... Oh, here we go. Here's the Hermione Granger porn. That's what I was looking for. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, yes. Okay, well, uh, look, I've got to go. Um, <laughs> yeah, thanks Thanks for tuning in, guys. Love you a long time. We'll see you next week. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>